Hello. Gerg Noslu here from the Bepretort. Safe for the recording industry, safe for the moral values of America, and safe for your listening pleasure. You can relax, America. We in the BH are safe for you. Let my home back in Omaha. See if I can make it out in the world. And I got as far as Wichita. Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore. Lost all my friends in Los Angeles. I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for Donkeys have butts Alright then, in that case, welcome to Metal Report number 104 Actually, what, that's May 11th 2008. Like, what, what defines, what defines a butt? Like, do, do all animals have them? I'm glad that we've started out in our usual discipline manner. Hello, everybody out there. We're, the gang is all here. We hope everyone's doing well, and uh, we've somehow started talking about donkey butts. I don't know why. Um, we want to wish Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, and all you mother effers out there. No, um, just all the mothers out there. We want to say Happy that Mother's Day. That was pretty day. funny, actually, Greg. Thank you. M- happy Mother's Day to all the, the mother effers. Yeah, exactly. Happy the- Mother's Day to all you mothers and you mothers. Not so Russ, did unless you say it. You got to say it. Say you it. have to really say, say it, it Greg. This is not you a mother show for reals. You mother fa- fowlers? No. No. <laughs> I see. So Russ, is funny. Yes. Right. But the execution was bad. Welcome so um there. So Russ, did you call your mom this uh this weekend? <laughs> yes, I called her today. I said Actually, I called, and she answered and said, Happy Mother's Day. And I said, that's my line. And then <laughs> that, was, that was about it. And she's like, well, every day is Children's Day. <laughs> that's always you like sh- You should have answered, well, if you're just going to make it all about you, then fuck fine, you. Fine, Mom, fine. Hang up. That's what you should have said. I know. It's bullshit. <laughs> oh, you have a day. I don't have a day. Every day is your day. We don't have days. <laughs> there is no son's day. That's true. There's no! there's Mother's Day and Father's Day. This was Clea's first Mother's Day, so I want to wish Happy Mother's Day to my beautiful wife, who uh, gave birth to our daughter and is now enjoying the fruits of Mother's Day, um, which involved um, grocery shopping, laundry, Hi. and flowers. That I was know. great. I tried to get him to let me celebrate last year when I was pregnant, but he wouldn't hear of she it. She wasn't a mother yet. She was only a mother in waiting. Mm-hmm. She was like a train. There was a training holiday, like a mother's training holiday. Mm-hmm. Then that would have been fine. You're just a moth. Greg, were you the one uh, nauseous 24-7? I didn't say that it wasn't brutal, honey, but they don't give you a medal when you're only in boot camp. And that's my point here. You were yeah, part of the... I celebrate Mother's Day when I had salmonella. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. But that's what I'm saying. It's not that she didn't go through a whole lot. It's just that, you know, she wasn't a mother yet. You got salmonella? Yeah, when I was like 13. Oh. Because I'm all freaked out. See, Greg was helping me cook dinner, and he dropped the salt shaker in the chicken that was cooking on the stove. Let me let me rephrase this. The way, chicken. yeah, the chicken. But the way Clea describes this, it's like there was a bucket Biggest of raw bloody ever. chicken, and I dumped the salt in it, and then like reached in with my hand to pull it out. Like that's the impression I get. What actually happened wait, 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 was whoa, whoa, whoa. there Greg, was a Greg, pan. Stop, Greg, stop a second. What, Russ? Is that the impression that you got from what I just said? I dropped in the chicken. The impression that I got was that there was some giant gaping hole with the chicken <laughs> that was in your kitchen, and exactly. the objects were flying into its field of gravity. <laughs> like a chicken hole? <laughs> like the equivalent of that? I guess I need to work on how I speak. I yes. Don't impression give... Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. I think that pretty much sums it up. Oh God, no. Greg. So what happened was I dropped it onto this chicken that was cooking for about point, a second. I immediately grabbed it, and Cleo was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Quick. What? Throw it out. And she's like throwing, I'm like, what? She's like, just salmonella, death and all. I was like, I don't think it's going to, no. So uh, I guess, I don't know if chicken, see, raw chicken is this deadly. See, now Russ, when, see, when he says it that way, you just get the impression that I'm just like this crazy person, like yelling and screaming at the top of my lungs, right? You did want to throw out the salt because mm-hmm. it touched the chicken. Yes, let's be fair. I did. I did. <laughs> Because it was raw was chicken, it? Greg. Yeah, but it was cooking. Raw chicken is awesome. It's so it tasty, though. <laughs> Greg, <laughs> yes. the concept is, is that it's not chicken. cooked. So good. 
right off the I, it doesn't it doesn't like <laughs> right off that fresh. <laughs> our knowledge of food culture and where things come from is very extensive on this show yeah um was it cooked greg it no not no. yet it was so cooking it was raw. but clear it would hit it wasn't even like this it was the bottom of the shaker it wasn't even like yeah, yes, why don't you the just bottom of the, the shaker salt. where the salt comes out <sighs> what's that so cook the salt no, no, it's a shaker. It's a, one of those shakers that you refill. I should have cooked the shaker. That's is it plastic or metal? Plastic. It's plastic. plastic. So just put it in the microwave. <laughs> what? Problem solved. Salmonella dead. Oh, there you so, go. So will the plastic be? Well, okay. I mean, you're not supposed to microwave anything because of radiation and toxicity and death. But if you're doing it, you may as well use it to kill bacteria while you're at it. <laughs> okay, right. so for how long should I do it? Like 45, 30 seconds is all you need, and okay. you killed everything. I mean, you can do that with, like, kitchen dish towels, too. If you get a dish towel and you don't yeah, feel heard like about wandering that. it, you can just zap it in the microwave. If you heard about that, then why didn't you let me buy some dish towels the other day? What do you mean? Remember we were at Target, and I said, how about we get some dish towels? So I stopped using paper towels for everything and it increased my carbon footprint. And you're like, well, but then they're dirty. And there are germs, right? And there are germs. Well, because I figured that it was either that or irradiated towels. And I didn't want to be having some Three Mile Island meal. I mean, that was basically my problem. Huh. You know, you, I, I was you concerned about that. Are you eating the towels? That. Well, yeah. no, but I mean, you, so. the towels get used to wipe off things that from which I will eat later, right? What? Uh. <laughs> you, you wipe, she uses towels to wipe off food before she serves it to you? No, no, no. You clean up when you're drying off. you were giving. When you're drying off, exactly. I take a plate, I throw it into the chicken black hole. give it a good wipe down, like it's a bowling ball. And then you throw it up on the table. Exactly. That's good eats right there. Yeah, you know, it's really sad because I cook with, I, I make a great sauce, but by the time I wipe it all off, he doesn't get to taste any <laughs> exactly. of it. I'm like, look at you. He's like, no. I'm like, oh, God. See, you got to wipe the flavor right into this thing like this. <laughs> wipe it in there. Can I tell you how wonderful Greg is? A couple weeks ago, I made Please do. chicken. I made fried chicken, and then I made a gravy, and then I brought him his plate, and he's like, is this gravy? Did you make gravy? <laughs> you can tell, obviously, how hard I've been working at cooking before I became a housewife. Obviously, I haven't really been uh, cooking you, very well for Are him. you giving me food? Is this food? Oh, my God. I've never are seen food. animal parts? <laughs> oh, my God. That makes me very happy. <laughs> well, no, Clea, the truth is that Clea is an, is an excellent cook, but Clea is, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, Clea is what we call the ultimate leftover cook. Clea's job is to basically look into a refrigerator and see whatever is like left. and get picked to play on the teams, and then Clea gets picked last. No, 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 that's unfair, because that would make it seem cook. like, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, no, Clea's job is to clean up the messes other cooks leave behind. Uh, so when she looks in the fridge and there's, like, leftover tuna casserole, and a couple of packets of ketchup and some olive oil. She has to make a new meal out of that. And and so and I'm not totally making that up. She has made some casseroles that are bizarre. And she's exceptionally good at doing that. And she's like, okay, I've got some baked beans, a hunk of stale bread, there's some granola, and I think I've got a piece of a, a, a mango. What can I make out of these items? You know. And then she throws them together, and you end up with whatever you end up with. So I like it. I think it's pretty good. My graduate school roommates called me the garbage disposal chef. Yeah, exactly. It's not a very nice wow. name, but my college friends and roommates called me the human garbage disposal. There you go. I see, ate all of the crap. see why we're wow. friends? Wow. Excellent. And now That's you're brought why. together through the power of the internet. Of the map. <laughs> the power of the map. Well, you know, internet. I was going It actually I was going to bring up something about food. Because uh, Clea and I went to a supermarket today called Stu Leonard's, which is, I don't know, do you know about Stu Leonard's, Russ, from living out here? When you were out here, do you remember Stu Leonard's? Uh, no, I know not. Okay. I know it, not. It's this big grocery store, which is kind of a combination of, if you've ever been to Wall Drug in South Dakota, sometimes you see people driving around like, I've been to Wall Drug, and like, what the hell's that? And it's this place in the middle I of nowhere not. in South Dakota, which is like a place where they have different stores and shops and things, and they've got these like, you know, they've got, it's built up, so they have all these like little rides, and they have all these like mascots and things like that. It's kind of this 
you know sort of place to go i guess in a uh, you know not that south dakota doesn't have a myriad of attractions in south dakota but where i grew up we had sullivan's and that was the place to go they would sing it to sullivan's is the place to go Mm -hmm. and then everyone fell asleep Shopping here is lots of fun, cause we make a store for everyone. Oh yeah, Sullivan's got it all. Dun dun, Sullivan's. Wow, that made a big impression on you, Russ. Fucking brainwashing. (laughs) So that so it was kind of a cross between that and some a supermarket called Fairway, which is in the city. And it's this. The funny thing about it is stores exist. Okay, that you know, right? Well, you see, you, you walk through, and it's like the thing about it is, it it's got lots of you know good fresh food and fresh produce, and that's fine. But as you're walking through, it clearly is designed to root you in one direction. Like you basically just there's not there are not aisles in the traditional. It's sense. a winding path. Yeah, you just so you follow the path down, and, take, and you go turn around. around and then back and then back. And, and God back. help you if you're like, oh, I forgot the meat back at like turn three. I'm gonna have to go back because then you're you know swimming against the tide, which is deeply dangerous. But as they were going through, deeply dangerous, very dangerous. There was all this cool. There's all this cool food, and that was fine. And they had this one thing that they talked about this thing of tomatoes. And when we got home and we were putting things away, I happened to log on, and on the front page of Yahoo was geneticists discover how to make huge tomatoes, or what's sort of the genetic basis of huge tomatoes. Now, I hate tomatoes. Tomatoes are awful. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out. Why people would go out of their way, like, the, leave aside whether you like tomatoes or not, why do people try to make bigger food? I can understand, like, why you'd want to make food more abundant, you know, because that way it feeds more people. Why would you thing. want to make larger... Pe- yeah, but, I mean, is it... Same exact thing. You want, same thing. Do you yes. want a 50 times the size normal you want, watermelon? You want really? either more crop per acre or bigger crop. It's the same thing. Huh. Okay. You, there I mean, you go. Problem solved. Do you want mangoes like ten times normal size? Really? Does anyone yes. want this? This isn't a little freaky to you? Yes. People. Don't. People who are hungry want this. Yeah, I but you. This. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Don't you find this a little freaky though when someone's like, "Look, a massive, you know, item. Here's a corn on the cob that's ten times normal size corn on the cob. Like, isn't that a little in the movie disturbing? Um, Big Top Pee Wee. Uh, Pee Wee Herman has a secret lab. Uh, at the side of his house, which is a, this giant biomedical lab. This is way before like biomedical stuff, which is why it's fairly prophetic mm-hmm. um, that he needs like all these secret codes to get into, and then he gets in and he has like these giant zucchini and giant peppers and mini. Uh, what are they called? Cocktail wieners growing on a bush, and because uh, he's Pee Wee Herman. But uh, yeah, it's his fault. He invented it. So I see. So we have him to blame for genetically altered food. Are you concerned, mm-hmm. Russ, about genetically altered food? I know you're concerned about b- bananas being destroyed, no. but uh, you don't care about genetically not, altered um, food? What, uh, I used to work for the Pergs, um, and one of their issues is actually genetically modified food. And even they, it's like one of their things that's one of the few stances they take in the world, in the environment, <laughs> and even they can't explain why it's bad. It's just like, well, why, why do you stand against genetically modified food? They're like, um, well, because it's like bad to mix fish with foods and... You shouldn't cross things, and but why? What happens? Well, some people can be allergic to it. Really? Well, if you're allergic to peanuts, and then they cross peanuts with your fish, and then peanuts are in your fish, then you... And I'm like, does that really happen? Well, no, but could. I have no, this image of Russ having this conversation with Ralph Nader, and he's like, yeah, I, well, I, well, I don't know. I, I. You really don't and see then, what's wrong with it? No, it's not that I don't see. It's oh. that they don't see, which is the, their own <laughs> issue, to the and perks. they can't even explain it. Welcome to the perks. I mean, the the main argument, and I think they kind of get into this a little bit, is that when you're uh, farming crops for non-food purposes, like growing prophylactic in crops, which is part of biomedical research, mm-hmm. and uh, they just have the crops open into the air, and so if these weirdo pseudo-science crops end up polluting regular crops, then like regular corn will start growing prophylactics in it, which is something that we don't want. And so right. since they don't have enclosed labs where they do this and they just do it willy-nilly, that's most of the problem, I think. Why don't I mean, they have the enclosed whole, labs? Like, genetic diversity. You need genetic diversity or otherwise you're going to fuck over all the crops, which is part of the banana argument. Uh, but mostly I think it's the pollution of regular crops by Frankenstein crops. But why don't they have enclosed labs? I mean, like, you can make greenhouses, right? So why exactly? Because 
industrial agricultural food producers are lazy and they don't want to spend the money on it because nobody cares and nobody tells them to and there are no regulations. That's basically it. It's really disturbing to me how many things I'm beginning to find have no regulations at all. Did you know that yeah. dental, I had some dental work done a couple weeks ago. Did you know that something on the order of 50 to 60 percent of crowns now, you know, the crowns for teeth, come from China? And that there are like traces of lead in much of these crowns that they're starting to discover, and like the why? It's like these are things that there are things out there that you just are like why? I can understand people going, I didn't know I needed to regulate the manufacturer of baseball bats, but wouldn't you think that that would be something you'd maybe be like, what do we need to regulate? Well, if we're going to regulate, let's regulate things that will be in people's mouths. How about that? Let's regulate yeah, things that will be, you know. The regulation of baseball bats is far, far more harsh <laughs> and uh, than any of these other things you're talking about. Exactly. Like, I mean, what the, what the hell? Like, I don't understand. Why, why would anybody just be like, oh, no problem. Yeah, dental, I'm sure that they're fine with that, you know. Um, and they did some yeah, studies that show that from there's not much of it, but still. That came from another country because it's hard to regulate that kind of stuff. Yeah. So if you're getting something from another country, like hopefully it's Holland and not China. Well, you know, you know, it's not to be randomly nationalist, but I was going to say, what the hell? Have more regulations. Than Who's the paying other? you off, Russ, from the Dutch? Where's your kickback? Well, with the whole <laughs> with the whole made in China fiasco with children's toys, whenever I get something or put something on Sunavine, I I try to see where it's made. There's so many things. Everything is made in China. It used to be Taiwan, right? Mm-hmm. Made in Taiwan it's was impossible. the big thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, this so is I've the first step of their uh, century-long warfare against the Western powers. They gradually they poison us with lots lead. Of <laughs> crappy, mildly poisonous goods. Well, not just that. The flame retardants are bad, and the PBAEs, and the lead, and the, all that crap. Yep, and, and then and then the so somehow parts. it becomes like a social right. They're like, well, we've got to engage China, but they're giving us lead. Well, we have to engage them with their lead mm-hmm. products. You know, we don't understand their culture. It's Perhaps lead is important form to them. Of hegemony, <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's where they they show their hegemony by having a slightly lower cancer rate than we do. They're like, See? there you go. <laughs> it's We're fine. The best. Less cancer. <laughs> we win. And, of course, polls coming out of China, as we know, are always 100%. You know, like, statistics and studies in China are always completely believable, given the openness of their society. Mm-hmm. So you can trust them when they say it. And I love it because, actually... Yeah, before Cultural Revolution 2. Right, exactly. exactly. Great. Somebody said that when the whole Mattel thing went down with the lead recall, that apparently then Mattel started apologizing to China, and China was just like, well, you know, don't let it happen again. And then other people started bitching at Mattel for apologizing. And sort of in all this loss to me was, well, either Mattel screwed up or China screwed up, but somebody screwed up. So who is it, please, that actually, you know, threw a bunch of lead into toys? Like someone did, you know, clearly. And I, it was almost like when, uh, you know, the Goodyear tires like or firestone whatever it was firestone remember they had that whole big thing where all these tires were blowing out and so firestone ceo had to come on tv and be like we're sorry that this happened to your tires and basically gm which had all these tires and firestone were having this bitch fest about who was responsible for tires that were blowing up and in the meantime you know tires continue to blow up you know so you wonder at some point people were like yeah mm-hmm. um can we just fix the problem and not forget about who caused it and why and you know but it's all about figuring out who's to blame. But I, I just, I, yeah, Kalia's right. It's almost like you're just helpless at this point to, to find something which isn't theoretically dangerous or will be dangerous or can be dangerous and which is made in these other countries. Like, if I sit down in a dentist's office, what am I supposed to do? Like, if I find out after the fact, especially, go back to my dentist and be like, was this made in well, China? No, what you have no, to do you know? is you have to go in there having done your research and not, I mean... Really, a lot of this, to me, just boils down to the uh, the 85% theory. And I think, like, a, a corollary of the 85% theory is just don't trust professionals um, blindly. Right. Not blindly. Like, trust them, sure. They're more competent than you at doing what it usually. But at the same token, like, you should know what you're getting into. Do your research. Go in there. Ask specific questions. Like, are you about to put any mercury in my mouth? Oh, I was, but now that you said so, I guess I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so right, like, I promise, and not. then you'll be fine. Apparently, and right. see, I, I was reading about it, and they said, you know, well, even if there was lead, like you really don't have anything to worry about. And I was kind of like, wait, what? And they're like, well, you shouldn't. Do, they shouldn't do this. But if if you happen to have lead in your mouth, don't mm-hmm. worry about it because really it won't matter. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't think this can exist Mild in the same space. Is 
acceptable these days. It's really much better than it used to be. We claim it's TV, Alzheimer's. It's, it's Alzheimer's, right? It's, it's, that's what happens to everyone. It has nothing to do with other products. So, yeah. So uh, it's something we have to think about, I guess. It is scary because I think, I think we do all presume that federal government tracks everything, and they don't. And those, no, they're and morons. The, and those departments that I mean, they do they have, did, yeah, they don't do a very good job. You're relying on idiot civil servants who hate their jobs and just want a pension and could care less about their day-to-day life to like actually go out and give you useful information and that's not a good and assumption keep, they'll make that assumption well keep in mind too that the federal government and all this stuff the, the point you know from a liberal perspective is not that government should do everyone's job for them and that the government should protect us from everything in the world like certain sensible things like if you read in the back of a shampoo bottle don't put this in your eyes it will you know do bad things don't put the shampoo in your eyes like i mean that's whatever the problem is that when you need the services of a lab to be able to figure out whether something is safe or not, we don't have the individual resources to be able to do that. And that's where the government has to step in. So, you know, to the degree that the government, which has all these resources, is supposed to be protecting us from things that we can't really see or we can't be aware of or that we can't know, you know, then that's an issue. You know, I mean, then that's kind of why that's why you have anti-monopoly laws. So you can't create a monopoly and then be like, we're putting lead in your products. And if you don't like it, screw off because we're the only company you can buy this from you know and and that's really that's what the whole point of having something like the fda and all these regulatory bodies was so i don't know yeah i don't know and i buy into the warnings because the warnings mean that at some point this company was sued for something and they don't want that to happen again so therefore they can you know help you to recognize clearly obviously bad things that have already happened to people you know because of their product and so therefore they'll warn you about that but anything that hasn't happened yet or that hasn't generated a lawsuit that's worth enough money won't be on the bottle and so that's something you have to deal with yourself that's one of the chilling things that came out of the only good thing ralph nader ever did which was the whole you know consumer advocacy you know corvair business um where one of the things that he said was that they made all this they made this calculus in the companies which said it cost less money to settle lawsuits out of court and keep producing the corvair than actually pull the corvair off of the market and so they made this financial decision right. and this was all documented you know they later on they were like no that's not true this but it was so true scary. it was documented and later on they basically what nader did was change the financial equation so all of a sudden it became way more expensive for them to have to face down all these lawsuits and that's when all these things came out similar thing happened in the tobacco industry too but you know you just wonder a little bit i mean that that's that shows you when you hear over and over again well companies will regulate themselves they, they've never regulated themselves ever they never pay attention to what's right for the public like or never mm-hmm. they've never done this no. so there there are very very few people that are actually looking out for the individual consumer and those people are almost always not people that are have any kind of power or any kind of ability to do things other than publicize information but even they can't get it out on the same scale that the larger in- entities can so right got to be fairly vigilant as a person who buys things that you don't know what they are no, absolutely. And I mean, some of this stuff, like as soon as we found out about it, we adjusted, you know, like the PBEs, like when that stuff came out with the plastic and at first they were like, there's no neurological problems with this at all. And then it was then a couple of weeks later, well, maybe there's some neurological problems. At that point, we had already shifted over to glass bottles for Cenovine, but you know, I mean, we, we adjust as soon as we can, but sometimes, you know, you don't know ahead of time about these things. So be, mm-hmm. it's one thing to be ever vigilant, but sometimes, you know, even individuals need to have a little bit of help from the outside so that's yeah that's my thought that's what i say anyway right who's with me hmm? yeah yeah the problem is like in some context i think like uh, without erring on the side of being an insanely overprotective overprotective parent like you can say well my child has an immune system so it's okay that they use it once in a while on the other hand like we don't have an immune system for plastics and chemicals and lead especially like, at really that age have very good defenses for that kind of stuff right especially right. at that age and so you know? like the artificially manufactured stuff is probably a lot more dangerous than the naturally occurring uh, dangerous things yeah. because of that that's like the whole business with uh, nanotechnology where you know everybody's been talking about these this, these nanoparticles or nanomachines that are well, so small. Well, we talked about that before too. Yeah, but I mean, like mm-hmm. you know that and that whole question of it has great medical possibilities, but since we have again no idea about regulations and we don't know the long term impact, isn't this an enormous gamble for the human race? <laughs> you know, and the answer is we don't know. You know, and that's kind of a little disturbing. So. 
Mm-hmm. That's why I plan to wait for the first wave of really, really frightening nanotechnology-related diseases and conditions where, like, people's organs liquefy and, like, they start growing random appendages because the nanobots go crazy. And then they come out with the equivalent of, like, Windows XP nanotechnology where it's, like, way more stable and it works for the most part. That's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get the I see. second or third generation nanotech. Well, when your comedy drivers that, don't work properly, don't come crying to us. When you're just like, good, <laughs> take my wife, please. Oh, my God, why? by telling these jokes like i don't know man ever since you put in that service pack it's been terrible you, you don't you're Dude. awful oh you know what this rem- i mean we haven't done a mep report in so long and <laughs> I, I apologize for that by the way that we haven't been on the ball like i don't even work for boing boing anymore no i don't think anybody knows that like i quit a couple weeks ago so our, that's our, over our pace of shows um, is going to pick up now considerably partially for that reason and others so so we will be yes, producing again at a high level it will yeah yeah, I, th- I felt like my sense of humor had really deteriorated over working for Boing Boing for so long, just because. How did you was know that? All of what were the signs? And no input. What were the signs, though? I just felt dead inside. I was, my soul was oh, a burn victim. It was no good. It was, <laughs> what? Burn victim. It was like. I mean, I spent Russ all day long the lonely trying to think of funny of LA. shit and funny skits and making things better and enhancing programming, and then I don't have anything to refill my brain with. Like, I couldn't, I didn't have time to read anymore or relax or do fun things with my friends, and so I was just constantly, like, pouring everything out of my brain that I'd ever thought of before and never replaced it with anything. And so eventually I was just like, huh, I'm not so interesting no more. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's like a Flowers for Algernon moment. It was very disturbing. And I've had to take a couple extra weeks to like rehabilitate my sense of humor it's really weird but i feel it slowly slowly returning yeah did you i was gonna say you feel as if it regenerates so you gradually like it's you're starting to find things funny and people have started laughing at you again instead of giving you weird looks things like that slowly slowly (laughs) step by step yeah and uh so in that in that way things are good in another way things are really really bad um oh what happened i went on it Excuse me, as my voice cracks in anticipation of what I'm going to talk about. I, I, I uh, had a horrible time. I, I, don't say it. <laughs> the larynx tried to stop me. It's like, uh, stop him. <laughs> um, oh, nano larynx. I, I went on a, a date, a brunch date earlier today. That was going to be a, a uh, brunch gonna be date. A dinner date last night, but it, it turned into a brunch date today with a girl from you know where. Who turned out to be from something rhymes with bay hate of my ex girlfriend who melted oh, my face? Oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh my god! Like her, how'd the omelet go down and like, after that? Oh god! And we didn't know. We were just talking about stuff. She's like, "So you have this rather bitter J date profile. Why don't you tell me about some of the bad things that have happened to us?" So I'm like, oh, "Okay, here's an example." Melted my face. She's like, melted your face? I know someone who melts faces. Did she go to such and such school? I was like, yeah. How did you know that? Oh, does she have this thing? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's the same. Oh, we both know the same person. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, wow. That's someone I know. So is that the sort of seppuku moment? Is that the seppuku time? It was, it was such a, I mean, I was just, I was really in shock. Like, I was, I was totally on my game going in. I was being funny, but she just popped my balloon by knowing who I was talking about. And I was like, oh, God, I want to crawl <laughs> How about hole. weather? And then How about like, them Dodgers? We both slowly, exactly, and politely, like, slinked away from each other. And then I went home and curled up into a ball and haven't come out until you guys uh, signed up on the... On the TeamSpeak channel. I, I'm like, can I make oh, a suggestion? No. Why does can, the universe hate me? Can you, Why? Can you Why join hate? another group Why? other than J Date? Oh, Why don't you join God. like Catholic Date? I know it doesn't make any sense, but just do it. Join C Date. Like it can't uh, be worse, uh, right? No. Join Wow Date, oh, World of Warcraft Date. I just find it really I mean, interesting that you keep going fun. back there, Russ. What are we supposed to learn from that? I don't have that? any better ideas. I don't have any better ideas. I do. I don't Leave have any LA. Ideas. Wait a minute. You tried Match.com. You tried. <laughs> Leave the place of evil. Get the hell out of Dodge, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> they closed the saloon six months ago, you fool. Get out of the town. <laughs> 
I mean, no, I will have this city under my boots. I don't care if I have to live here till I'm 90. But you know what, though? They won't win. You know what, though? I think that's exactly what it is. I think that Meprport, you know, longtime Meprport listeners will agree with me on this. This is exactly the problem, is that you want to conquer L.A., and you feel you were like, no, I'm not going to lose. And it's not losing or winning is the point. You're not winning or losing. You're just getting out of a place that has drained your soul. That's all. You're not losing or winning. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think when the dude who's fighting Dracula tried to run away from Dracula's castle, he was like, shit, gotta stay and defeat the undead guy. He left because he knew that it was not a good place to be. That's all. Well, if he were Van Helsing, he would have stuck that that shit out, man. He He was just not... Up to snuff. Exactly, and he would have made no money at the box office. Dracula. That's what I'm saying. But that's that's my point. Like I just, you know, I think that it, you you feel like this is a whole win lose proposition, and so you've got to stick it stick it till you win. And although I admire your respect, I mean, well, look at Hillary Hillary, Hillary Clinton right now is fighting thing? a losing battle way over time. You know, don't be Hillary Clinton here. <sighs> Russ, don't be Hillary Clinton. Yeah, don't be. In general, that's a good okay, advice for everyone. I, don't I, be Hillary that's Clinton. Advice that I will try to live by as much <laughs> as humanly possible. Um, what were you saying there, Clea? Well, I mean, didn't you kind of, I mean, can't you say now that you succeeded at something because you did the whole boing-boing thing? Yeah, no, actually, I, I agree with that. And I also don't really feel like I've, that L.A. has defeated me, other than soul-wise, maybe. But, like, overall, I feel like I've <laughs> done very well here. Wise. Gotten what I want out of it. Other than, <laughs> other than my eternal self, everything my soul was is bruised fine. and battered. But my hand is my, great. Uh, my resume my arms are is great. intact. <laughs> I, have, I can run fast still. Oh my god. My sense of smell is fine. <laughs> so and that's important. I, I value my sense of smell. <laughs> the other day Underrated. I smelled a pizza outside. That's like wow. It's a pizza out there. Uh, I mean that no, but you know, really, I, I don't know. Unfortunately the pizza had no meaning to me because I have no soul. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was no it was a soulless pizza. Do you have a pizza? <laughs> yes, if you've given up hope in the universe. Good. <laughs> Send it right over. Can I have a topic of Eating despair with that please? Make me happy anymore. <laughs> I am not contented by this pizza. Oh my it's god. Fuel. Just like in the Langoliers, all the food was tasteless because it had no time. I'm sorry, the, the food. The witch? The what? The uh, Stephen King story, The Langoliers, which became a TV miniseries starring Bronson Pinchot. Long story short, they flew, it was a plane full of people that flew into a vortex, and it turned out the vortex they had flown into was the time right before the present time. So, like, nothing in that world had been activated yet. It was all sort of waiting to be activated by the present. Activated? Like... Whatever, I'm using weird language. It's hard to explain. <laughs> there are a bunch Actually, of light no, switches. I, the opposite thing Turn happened. Turn these on. <laughs> they flew into a place just after the present, so everything was slowly going stale and being ready to be disposed of as what happens when you move past the current time and the like the world that existed that everyone who's on a linear timeline moves past that world needs to be like digested and recycled and so that's the job of the Langoliers. Oh. Which are like these weird meta time creatures that they eat, eat the earth things after the time passes i yeah. see they eat the time i wasn't aware that's how it all worked anyway um <laughs> so it's just like just that tasteless pizza yeah, but exactly. that was not a necessary tangent <laughs> that's fine now we know <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, the, the thing about JD that I don't understand is, I mean, talk about it's God, the ultimate enclosed yeah. system. Like, you think it would just be, okay, people who are Jewish go here, and they date, and it's like Match.com or eHarmony, but it's for Jewish people. Except here, it's for Jewish people who all know each other. It's like for ten Jewish people, and they all have conversations in the same group. Like, no, Greg. What, it's like for ten... I, I, I guess you don't realize all Jewish people know each other. Oh, that's right. Well, I thought that was... Yeah. I thought it was more we informal. Read, we just have to decode each other's secret messages with the uh, the numbers and letters tattooed on the insides of our wrist. Wow. Which is why that, that's why we had to make up that whole story about the Holocaust is so that we could have this <laughs> system intact and they wouldn't mess with our code breaking. <laughs> right, exactly. Which would be tremendous. So I mean, but it, it does seem it does seem as if so. When this happened, was she did was she apologetic for your ex girlfriend? Was she kind of like, oh wow, this is awkward? Or I mean, like, well, I wasn't. I mean. Once I re- I mean, even before I realized who she was, I wasn't really bashing her. I was just like, I really like this person. But then it turned out there were two of these people, one of whom didn't like me very much, even though the other one did. And then when we finally discovered who we were talking about, then it was just like, oh, God, it's the, oh, oh, oh no, it's the, oh. And so, bad day. Bad, <laughs> oh, bad. 
Everything is bad. Everything's bad. Yeah, no. She, I mean, it was very nice. I didn't say anything badly about her. And then she was. She made some comment like, "Well, well, she's a complicated person." I'm like, "I know. I don't. I really don't want to talk about her at all. Like, please, God, no." So then that was it. Then I was like, "So, what are you? What's your day job?" And then the rest of it was pretty much uh, playing out the string, out. so to speak. Both. And it was yeah, just mailing it much. in. We both realized, like, "Ooh, this this could never work under any circumstances." See, that's why you need to have in these dates a summary judgment where you can just end the date immediately. You can be like, summary judgment, and this is not going anywhere. Goodbye. And, like, you just get up and leave. There has to, There's no need to drag it out and do the whole social noise of we got another hour together. You know, you just say, look, this this just didn't, this is a complete, we've hit the, bu- the button and we're exiting now. That's just mm-hmm. not going to work out, you know. But instead we feel the need to kind of drag yeah. out these scenarios. Okay. We let it run its course. Like, it ended of its own volition it was okay it clashed under its own uh, weight i mostly felt the after effects the aftertaste was really bad because it was like oh god not i mean i didn't ask her how well she knew my ex-girlfriend but then as i was thinking about it afterward i was like oh crap i i remember her talking about this girl before like they're they're really close friends like i didn't even realize that at the at the brunch oh man this is just occurring to me now wow i'm like oh no oh terror I don't want to be in this person's world. The day things happened at the brunch. Ugh, God. You know where you went wrong is you went to brunch. Where you went wrong is we went to brunch. Now, Clea and I love brunch, but when you combine brunch with romance, it's always risky. We don't do any romance at brunch. Do not brunch. Right. We actually don't even... We sit, uh, like, uh, away from each other. We just sit... At different tables. Facing away. At different (laughs) tables. It's for the best. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Sing I my croissants. Every so often, do not look at me. Every so often, I'm like, Clea, you like your omelet? And he's like, Shh, shh. I'm like, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Greg and I had the brilliant idea of going to IHOP on a Sunday morning. That was a brilliant idea. Because we kind of for, we, I mean, we're living in our own little world here, so we're like, oh, let's go to IHOP. And usually, when we go to IHOP, we're fine. We walked outside. We're like, oh, look, there's grass, and green, <laughs> and there's no snow, and uh, wow, <laughs> look, people. People, do you remember those? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't like that. No, it wasn't quite that bad. So, but we walked out and we went to IHOP and we realized that there was a huge line for IHOP, right. which you know is kind of weird. It's like, it, like, it's like people waiting in line for Denny's or, or waiting in line for McDonald's. Like, can you imagine waiting? I don't mean waiting in line at a McDonald's like to go be served, but can you imagine waiting in line to get a table at McDonald's? Can Can you like that? Yes, I can. Really? Because McDonald's is. Probably the most popular restaurant in the country. So no, but sure. But you wouldn't wait in line for a table, though. And IHOP is probably up there. Well, yeah, but you you would wait in line for like to get the food, maybe. But you wouldn't wait in line for a table at McDonald's. You just yeah. go eat in your car or no, something, it's, right? It's true. Because there are no, like, regular hours and or golden times to be at McDonald's. So, like, exactly. There's a pretty good dispersion of the people who go. There you go. Whereas other places, you know, you have a more focused dinner time. Exactly. So I think that's the only reason why that's true. Exactly. So... Because they're certainly more popular than any restaurant that you actually like. No, I know. I know. It's true. And, everyone, and the fact that you have that many of them there. Yeah. And we just... So we were just like, wow, that's not going to work. So that's when we ended up at Stu Leonard's and, yeah, so... But we thought that we were going to get something. Because we... I really like brunch because... You got all the positives. You got pancakes. You got French toast. You got eggs. You got you know you got meal to wake up early. Meat. Right. You, well, what? It, yeah, that's really what it is, Greg. That's is right. You get breakfast. And I don't have to wake, wake up, up at nine. Right. right. Exactly. That's that's exactly what it is. Although there's um there was a oh it was a Scrubs episode where he it's something where you have breakfast. I don't for apologize dinner. to everyone out there who's saying Scrubs. Oh my God. I, I I agree with you. I think it's called Brinner or something like that. I mean that's you also like that having breakfast for dinner. Yule Brenner? All my meals are like that. <laughs> <laughs> having breakfast for dinner. Well, you know, yeah. My d- I never have breakfast at breakfast time. Not anymore. <laughs> not to wake up anymore. My dad always used to love uh, breakfast jobs. all times. So he's like, of course. Why wouldn't you want, you know, omelets and pancakes? And, of course, in New York, everything is served all the time. So you've always got, you know, there is no, you know, there is. In fact, McDonald's is really behind the curve there because all the diners serve breakfast at all hours all the time. So... You know, McDonald's, you've got that thing where if you don't get there by 10.30, 10.31, you switch over to Big Mac. They really Mac. should do something about that. Absolutely. I mean, come on. It's, it's a national tragedy. It's, it's 21st century. Yep. Yep. I agree. I think we should do a letter writing campaign. To whom? To, to, to McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's. To get them to approve. Can they read? <laughs> oh, well, I guess we should think about that before we do it. Oh, well, sure. 
They can read profit statements and loss and all that. We just have to write it in like icons, like cinnamon bun picture, clock picture, sad face picture. <laughs> so, so we need to write it as if we had kidnapped the food stuff. Your cinnamon bun is at the picture of like, hey, the, you know. You need to write it to look like the McDonald's cash register, so because you know it doesn't have like numbers on there; it just has pictures of the food that you bought. I know. And you push the picture, and then it rings up your thing. So that's yep. That's the McDonald's language. It's true. It really we'll is. Un- we'll have a Mick a Mick letter campaign. It's true. It really is unbelievable. That is the way Mick they did jobs it. Can read. I heard someone interviewed about that, and they were just sort of like, "Well, you know, we under we, we were facing a problem with language barriers, and so we just put in pictures." I'm like, "Wait a minute! You're telling me that the bar has dropped so low for employment that you can now hire people who are literally incapable of reading? Like, I mean, not not even like you know identifying. Like, you just." They, they can barely speak, but they know pictures. Like we, we can, we could just get I a mean, bunch of. It can't be a language barrier because point to the they still have to understand it when you tell it to them, right? It's not like you have to have like a pad and a piece of paper and a pencil like on the desk where you order things. No, and you draw a picture of a hamburger <laughs> and like hand it to some the high poor game of Pictionary like person. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? Uh, a Big Mac? And you're that's like, a, hamburger. That's a fries. Uh, <laughs> hamburger. Hamburger. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh, yes. Hamburger. That's it. Ah. Uh, uh. And then he smashes the button. Burger. Very look, good. I mean, though, you know, Kay. you laugh. Next, next item. But the last time I was in McDonald's, <laughs> the person who was ringing things up, someone was like, "Can I have a number two? And the person looks behind them up at the up at the you know the thing where they have the menu at the picture of the meal. <laughs> so don't laugh. They're like, oh, "You want that?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, number two. He's like, "Okay, so you want sausage McMuffin and blah 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 blah." Like, and they're translating on the fly. So you laugh, but we're getting to the all, all, all. Oh. And like even making I change. Have a fillet of fish. Oh, fish. Oh. fish. Sandwich. Fish sandwich. Uh, yeah. oh. Okay, burger. Oh, oh. Stop, burger. Burger. Uh, burger. Even he knows burger. Even like the change machines. Now they just have it where you just type it in, and you just those little. You've seen those little machines? They just shoot out the change in this little dish that you pick up because they don't want people having to make change yeah. by themselves. You know, just sort of like a, oh, you God. can do that. that would be yeah. Really hard. Yeah. So well, they've been having those forever. No, but I mean they're they're rolling them out now. They're like high. They're you know, rolling them out. Yeah, now? everyone's using them now. It's a big thing. On the streets, every <laughs> change machines everywhere. They're all over the place. Penny nickels for you. You are ridiculous. Hey, Everywhere I was going to tell you, have you guys heard about this? I heard that they're going in some, some uh, there's a couple of areas, a couple of states, they're trying an experimental program where you can pay a, like a police ticket, a speeding ticket or something like that. You can pay a traffic violation at the time. Like he has a little scanner, so you could actually scan in your credit card and everything and like pay him at the side of the car. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Like the guy's just like, you're speeding. Now you could go for jail or we could take care of this right now with your American Express visa or MasterCard. Like, it's just like, great. That's Does he have awesome. a judge in the backseat, too, if yeah, you really? want to contest the ticket? You're like, I don't think so. Or, I'd like to make my argument, though. Or can you oh, pay Kurt. it in cash, and can he make change from his little belt? He's like, a pleasure doing business with you. Like, I mean, yeah. He's like some inflatable puppet in a black robe. <laughs> like, please tell the puppet your story. Well, you see, it wasn't posted correctly. Uh, uh, no, not <laughs> Burger. Guilty, not guilty. Burger. Uh, not burger. Oh, crap, fine. Here, here's my visa. Wait, <laughs> so the inflatable doll also sounds like, uh, uh, like all that, that, that like, yeah, first all thing? The inflatable doll's also a Burger King's employee. <laughs> Did I just say Burger King's? Burger yes, King's employee. Working at Burger King's, you want food? One of the things that I find that's frustrating when I try to order something at a fast food place, I sometimes stop by Wendy's on the way back from school, and uh, I stop by, normally it's once every couple weeks probably, so I stop by and I got um, I got this meal, and I when I ask for a combo, I find that I'm I'm go I'm like rushing because at Wendy's you can choose your side right so I'm rushing to get to the side before they can ask me what the side is and I can't get there so I'm just kind of like I'd like a number two and I'd like what he's like what side would you like I'm like can I get a salad and for the drink what drink would you like, like God 
and you know and i'm like i'd like this drink it's like and but then i'm like and i'd also like is that it like no can i also get a chocolate frosty okay do you want that as the drink no i don't want that as a drink so then i pull up and the guy gives me and i kid you not this happened the last time he gave me like the standard combo like i had asked for the salad instead of the fries he gave me the fries i'd asked for like a sprite instead of a coke he gave me the coke like he's just sort of like what would you like i'd like I'd like number one okay please drive up i'm like wait don't i get to choose? no please drive up please drive up ah burger like you know <laughs> And I got a bag, bag of food. You want the bag of food? Yes or no? Well, I, bag of food. <laughs> Once twice sold. Exactly. All right, I'll take it. Exactly. And you just give me the bag. You just wonder, like, what? I mean, they're just sort of trained to assume that 90% of the people will order the number one. So you know, you just sort of ask to make it look good if they want number two, three, or five. But then you give them a number one anyway. And probably half of the people you give that to will be too timid or like not have enough time to go back in and return it. So pretty much that way, you can reduce it. Like I bet a lot of these places only have like two combos and they you know just sort of trust they they keep like a couple of extra meals just in case for the one anal person you know the retiree who's like i asked for five chicken nuggets and you gave me a fish a, a burger and i want you know like they figure they can satisfy that one person but most people will just happily take their burger and go on their way and not you know not cause any problems so they give you the illusion of choice but it's not really actually choice that's that's my conspiracy theory i think that's what's happening well, of course it's not choice. The whole menu is like bread and chicken or cattle and like fries. And there's no vegetables, really. No, mandarin. There's you can no get salad. Real food. You can get mandarin oranges. Yeah, whatever. Whatever they call salad. Garbage. <laughs> you can get a baked potato. Get iceberg lettuce and like a smashed tomato. <laughs> Yay. And we all know how great tomatoes are. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Exactly. It's true. So, I w- in fact, they uh, they used to ha- everything sucks. Life is terrible. You can't trust anybody. You can't buy any products. You can't listen to professionals. You can't go on dates because they're evil. And for God's sakes, don't try to hope for good food because there is none. And they're all run by zombies <laughs> drooling on themselves. I have this image the of Russ going on. A, have a nice life. I have this image of Russ going on a date with someone. And the date being like, he's like, so what do you do? And the date's like, ah, uh, ah, you like burger? Ah, like great. That's great. I like burgers too. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we are all turning into Soylent Green. Like that's what's going to happen. We're all we're all going to be Night of the Living Dead. Like at some point down the line, that's that's clearly what's going to happen. So what? What do you do for a living? Uh, uh, you're an attorney. Uh, you're an office manager. Uh, uh, office manager. That's good. That's great. I know someone who's an office manager. My friend. Uh, uh, oh, you have friends too? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to be the only one that like, speaks I was going to say, like, Russell, and for some reason, Russ will not have like, gone throw himself off a bridge at this point. Russell will just be some rational person in the world of zombies. He's like, yes, well, I understand that's difficult. Oh, look at the time. Uh, uh, let me get the check. Hey, waiter. Uh, uh, yeah, can you, I need to get the keys for my car. Can you summon the valet? Uh, uh, like, there's the valet. <laughs> and Russ is still like, well, <laughs> that seems like you want something. Is there something you want? <laughs> you want to eat eat my my brains? <laughs> no, you can't eat my brains. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Russ is just very philosophical about this. <laughs> Let's go see a concert. Uh, uh, on the stage, everyone's like, uh, 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 uh. you're like, wow, I don't like this song. <laughs> Oh man, I don't think it's quite Let's as see bad what's as on all. Fox News. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 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 nothing ever uh, changes. Liberal. Uh, 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 liberal. Britney Spears. And on Nicole. Uh, Osama. Fox, uh, uh, Fox News. Good. Uh, good. Balanced. For. Balanced. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I actually and I, I do think the world is sort of moving in two possible directions. On the one hand, you have this incredible increase in literacy, uh, information literacy, where people are now able. To, I think there's more creativity in the world than there ever has been before, and more ways of expressing it through YouTube and all that. On the other hand, there is sort of a 
the other kind of trend is for people not to want to pay attention to people who are doing other things that are creative in some bizarre way. Like half the people really like creative stuff and half the people are like, no more creativity. Everything must be the same. So I don't know if we're going to become like Utopia or Harrison Bergeron, you know, like I have no idea which, which angle we're headed towards. But it, it does seem like there are mm-hmm. these tensions out there. Because there is a lot of creativity out there, like ex- amazing creativity. But there are also people who seem to be uninterested in creative things whatsoever. So I don't know if that's just sort of keeping up the status quo or if we're actually, you know, what direction we're moving in. I just Your got thoughts from someone on J-Date. This sounds really promising. <laughs> wow, this is going to be great. Oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> About all the things I said, it's all going to be fine. <laughs> and, and the text message reads, ah, 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 ah. Oh, ah, uh, lol. Uh, 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 uh. I'm like, you You liked my profile? Oh, yeah. uh, 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 uh. oh thank you. That's All of a sudden, nice. it's, beca- it's turning into Job of the Hut. <laughs> oh, 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 solo. That would be a language, at least, if they spoke whatever language of the Hutch. That would at least be a language. <laughs> they probably do have, I mean, they, because didn't they, like, probably, they probably created the language for the movie or something. Oh, well, or, like, yeah. Or, partial language. Yeah, they did. Oh, in fact, um, you know Nibnub? I think this is his name, the co-pilot for um, Isn't that the Lando Calrissian? I thought that was the Ewok. Nub nub. Oh, you're talking about that dude. No, That's right. Whenever Lando's like, oh, I can't believe he oh. has that. Nub nub's oh, like, ah ha ha ha, ah ha ha ha. That dude. The dude is right. He's like, oh, so apparently <laughs> Nub nub. That one specific character. Wait, wait, wait. wait the I'm sorry. That he speaks I'm sorry. Is like an actual. I'm sorry. What does he do? What was it again? No. Why does he sound like he's from Fat Albert? Why does he sound like Mushmouth? That's the thing. He, Greg, he actually, the, the like many of the other languages in Star Wars are made up and they're like combinations of various other things. But he in particular speaks a, like an actual language, like a very remote African dialect. And so they showed Star Wars in this tiny like ta- uh, village in Africa, and everybody knew. And he was actually saying things that corresponded to things that Lando said, and they were the only ones who could follow like the entire scene. Wow, really? It was tremendous. That's the that's the language. Indeed, it's the Abadi language. Wow. Well, there was a lot of discussion when the new Star Wars came out about how racist the implications of the language was. Like, for example, the Trade Federation, where everything has this, like, not very subtle Asian accent. Like, I don't know what is going on down there. You must go on and find out what's going on down there. And it's like, so are you saying the Asians are going to prevent us, that they are what leads to evil in the world? And, uh, you know, what's his face? Um, Jar Jar Binks is, like, clearly Jamaican. Like, you know, Misa say, you know, is doing all this kind of, you know, patois type of stuff. And, and, Lucas yeah, denied it. Lucas is like, no, no, that's not true. It's completely taken with no modern allegories. I'm like, right, that not not in the least. There's nothing even vaguely related to it at all. You know. It sounds like Russ does think it was nonsense. You don't agree, Russ? Well, Jar Jar is one of the most notorious characters in the history of anything. So you agree that he was wait, Jamaican? Wait, 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 I'm sorry. What did you just evil. say? Did you just say he was the most notorious characters in the history of anything? In, in the language, Clea, he actually said Obadibada, 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 Obadibada. Jar Jar, Jar Jar is terrible. Nation. Oh, I mean, he was just terrible. Poorly thought out. Poorly executed. Everybody hated him. There was no reason for him to be there. That's why they did everything they could to wipe him out in the later movies. <laughs> he went from being significant to being like, I'll do nothing, and then yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, he never bothered me quite as much as he bothered everyone else, but yeah, he was bad. The thing is that they they I, they tried to figure out. They're like, well, everyone loves Chewbacca, so let's do that. I'm like, that's because Chewbacca is awesome. Instead, you took a guy who's stupid and does stupid things all the time. It, it would be like if you gave Luke Skywalker a a lightsaber, but had him, you know, every so often like go into an epileptic seizure, so he cut off his own arm. Like that would not be a popular character. Okay, that wouldn't have nearly the cool factor. Didn't that actually happen at one point? <laughs> that he cut off his own arm? Well, no, his hand was cut off by uh, what's his face mm-hmm. by Darth Vader. Who? The Darth Vader. Yeah, but wasn't that because oh, yeah. of epilepsy? Didn't he have some kind what? of neurological disorder? Luke Skywalker? Uh-oh. Because they were turning the lightsaber on and off, so he was like, <laughs> it was strobe, and he's like, wait. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, that was it. No, that's, no. You know, he had, when when the Emperor hit him with the Force lightning, that actually induced seizures, remember? He had, like, a bunch of seizures. Well... Yeah, but uh, no, 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 no. That was, just, those were seizures. They, they were they were the spasms of oh my god, I'm being hit by this yeah. lightning that's kicking my ass and will destroy yeah. me. It, seizures is like a is yeah, that's not a seizure. What's this? 
it was like the the the, the must he's constricting and then responding in pain to it that he wasn't causing a seizure yeah he's like ow 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 but he's doing it really loudly and you know with sort of life on the line type of stuff he was he was in trouble okay now you lost me greg I'm just telling you, like, if you have a, if you fall in, like, look, look at a typical soccer match. You know, if someone gets, you know, hit in the ankle, they'll fall over and clutch their ankle, writhing back and forth in pain. They're not having a seizure. They're just like, ow, my ankle really hurts. Well, imagine that times 150 when you're being hit by force lightning from a Sith Lord, and you can imagine what we've got in that scene. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, if the so you're on board with the seizure thing, yeah? Uh, no, I, I don't. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> So you're agreeing with him that so, it was a seizure? Russ is like, so these aren't the droids you're looking for. I'm like, no, they're not, they're not the droids I'm looking for. What a great idea. That makes, that makes total sense. Oh, my God. I was just frantically looking for a pen so I could write down this stupid new Jade 8 girl's name and not have to talk to her right now because I'm doing a MEP report. And I'm, like, rifling around on my desk looking for shit. And I find the note that my ex-girl, I don't know why it's still here, that my ex-girlfriend left for me the what's, last what's time the, uh, I saw her in person. Who would have thunk it, Greg, Ugh. that it would still be there? I, I know. I can't imagine why. I, and I happened to find the note in Ugh. my wallet next to the picture I have of her. No, that... but that's the thing. It wasn't like I laminated it and put it on the bookshelf and I like glanced over and said, oh, no, I just looked at this thing that I saved and treasured. <laughs> no, it was just like under bills. I was like looking for a pen under my bills and I was like... Oh, God, no. It's this thing that I never threw right. away. And that's the only... It was so happily written. It was like, everything's fine. Sweetie, sorry I was in a bad mood last night. I had the most wonderful time with you this weekend and past week. You are simply amazing. Love this person's name. P.S. Finished the other half of a kitchen. She cleaned my kitchen. It was so great. Showered, ate, ate some food. <clears throat> Thanks for everything. Uh, blah 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 Hope work Ob- went Ob-dee-ba-doo. well. You're the best. <laughs> last thing, yes, last thing I ever heard from this person before she turned into a disappearing person. Yay. My life. It awesome. is possible that she was twins, you know, Happy. and that really mm. could have led to this problem. Mm. You know, it could be that she's literally twins, you know, and... Don't try to make this into some kind of crazy porno fantasy, Greg. <laughs> this is a real situation. Says the man who's quickly making it into a porno fantasy. Don't try to make this into something I would love. Like, say... I'm like, wait a minute. That's brilliant. Maybe that is what's going on. All I have to do is screw the good twin. Exactly. And then screw the evil twin at the same time. It's Smut Personality, Excellent. Volume 1. <laughs> God. Oh, Wow. Good times, good times. I save, I do that shit. I like save notes from women who don't like me. Like it's really sick, because they, if you, I have like physical evidence that like they lie. I'm like, you see this? I have this note that you wrote that said see, nice but things, that's, but you're totally full but of Russ, shit. that's what I mean. That's the same thing with the rest of this JDate stuff. You're always looking for, you know, like the external agent who will judge you and like, and and therefore you win. Victory is yours because they are terrible and stupid. Like, who are you going to show this to? And where is this external agent? Well, that's what I'm I've saying. I've been waiting for years <laughs> exactly. for the judge, the arbiter of life, to show up and be like, you, sir, have done the right thing over and over. I declare you the winner of life. You know, Good you job. know what he would say, actually? He would say, oh, oh, oh. You're like, you're saying I'm guilty? Oh, I'd be like, oh, oh you're, saying, <laughs> you're saying I've, uh, I've held myself well and, and lived my life the right way? Uh, oh, 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 oh. oh. Uh, um, <laughs> however, you don't have a ruling at this point. Then he points, uh, and, and then um, he points a little picture of this man oh, cheering, what? and that's the not guilty sign. <laughs> He's like, who would not guilty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Good times. I can move on with a clean conscience. <laughs> 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 yes. Awesome. I win life by virtue of moron zombies ruling everything. So you are going to call this person again? Is that true? That's what's going to happen? You're going to call, not this person, but like... Which person? I mean, whatever, this new girl. Which person? This new girl from Jade 8. You're going to go back to oh, the well. The just, I mean, right now. You're going to jump back oh, to the totally. vortex? I mean, Ugh. it's free. I'm not currently paying for it is the thing, which is why I had to frantically get like alternate contact information for her because I'm not allowed to initiate contact. I don't pay for the service right now. So I had to make sure I had some other way to get in touch with her because I don't want to have to resubscribe and drop 40 bucks just so that I can like see if she's a moron or not. Yes. That yes. would be inefficient. Clear. 
Russ, at the age of two, touch the hot stove. Ow, 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 Russ, ow, 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 why am I being scolded in techno We've form? entered the world of Russ's J-Day techno. <laughs> I will make the same mistake over and over again. Ow, 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 Loop in ow, the brain. Exactly. Loop in the brain. Loop in the brain. Welcome back. Do same as it ever was. 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 This is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful J-Day. Same days go by. Out of the water, save you down. Oh, my God. Well, you know, the only thing I can say is that uh, we here and as your friends are here for you uh, when something bad happens to you, um, which I'm not saying that it will, um, even though all evidence seems to suggest that this place <laughs> yes. will lead it. It is. Right now. It is. It, it, I'm just <laughs> telling you, it's possible out there. Done and done. Again, I want to I want to say out there. I've, I've said this before to our listeners. If if one of you thinks Russ is a funny and good guy, and you're not on J date, you should get in contact what? with us because no, no, there's many no, no, ways to do that. that. Don't do you that. You can do that by contacting Russ at Russ at Mapreport.com, and Russ will no, be happy to meet I you. Russ this. is a good guy. Russ wants fans. I Russ loves his fans. This. You can relive oh, different episodes. Oh, It'll be wonderful. <laughs> and all you need to do is send him an email. Remember in my report 34 when you said that all people should be euthanized? And Russ is like, oh, I totally uh, agree, uh, and I'm uh, talking completely seriously. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no, 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 didn't. Well, mean, folks, no. we've come to the end oh of another hour. Gosh. We want to thank you guys for listening. We promise oh. shows are going to pick up the pace again now. And uh, if you have a solution for Russ, please send it to him and, and try to do it in picture form. You know, do like a little bit of HTML coding so he can he can understand what you're saying and that would be great and uh, <laughs> picture of like happy stick figure with a dress yeah I got it for you, like, you 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 want to date me oh, oh, no. <laughs> that would be all good and then if you want to be like oh, dee, oh, ba, da, ba, da, like, all right cool you also want to date me that would be awesome too. I have one for you it's J date within a circle with a slash through it yeah that's a good one how about J date equals and then a picture of Satan? With people against J date. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, you have a picture. Exactly. For me. I get it. I thought you had an organization for me, which was like the anti J daters. Yeah, look, if you guys think that he should get out Would of J date, please take let you us know. Away from J date. We appreciate it. Yes. That would be a good thing. Yes, good luck to the Antichrist. Yeah. Hi, I'm Russ, and I'm on J-Day. Hi, Russ. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Say goodbye. Uh, say goodbye, everybody. Uh, I, just why don't you say goodbye, J-Day, Russ? Goodbye. You want to say goodbye to the members? <laughs> 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 The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron, or at least not the stupid limited cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at MEPReport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Tomorrow's just another day away.